Hello and welcome to episode five of the Chair Shop Podcast. I'm your host Sam. With me as always is Nick. You're right, Nick. Hello. You're right. Yeah, mate. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well, mate. I've um, been I've finished work. Been for a couple of pints before this podcast. So, you, <laughs> so it's going to be even more coherent than normal. Yeah, then. exactly. Even me out a little bit. You was worried. You was worried, <laughs> weren't you? Because you text me. You, you still at the pub? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had no fears, mate. I had no. absolutely no fears. No fears at all. When it comes to this podcast, um, pro, mate. Absolute pro. Game face. <laughs> we are no, nothing if not professional on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing if not professional. Um, so on this week's show, um, we're going to talk about Dynamite Rampage. Another really good week for AEW. Um, we're going to talk about, there's not a lot of news to talk about, but we're going to talk about a li- have a little discussion around some of the news that's uh, been going around. Um, yeah, we, haven't, we haven't got a classic review today, just because we've both been at a wedding so this weekend, as, as you heard last first week. First of all. Most important thing, congratulations, Harry and Grace. Yeah, you know, congratulations, Harry and Grace. Yep. All went very well. It was a very lovely day. Um, <sighs> yeah, I wasn't feeling too well during the day, but you know, we'll skim over that. It's not about I'll, me. I'll, it was all about them. I weren't feeling very well Saturday morning, mate. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. No, it was a lovely day, though, wasn't it? Lovely day. Yeah, and yeah, they both both turned out lovely. And Jarv has expressed an interest in maybe coming on the podcast as well. Oh, he said he's, he up really? for, he's up for doing a classic review. Obviously, 98, 99, <laughs> 98, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's the time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah so, we'll get him on. Yeah, we'll get him on at some point to do something. We'll probably have to do a lot, a lot of heavy lifting with him, but yeah, yeah it's fine. We'll do it's it. fine. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, yeah. So uh, let's get into the news this week. Then um, there's not a lot, really. Again, like last bit, it wasn't really a lot. Um, but there was <clears throat> something come out sort of beginning of last week about um, the kind of founders of AEW. So obviously Tony Khan, but um, Kenny. And the Bucks and uh, Cody, who uh, all kind of helped get AEW off the ground, um, seem to have lost their creative influence, as yeah. it were. Mm-hmm. And this, the you know the the article, the article said they were going to be executive vice presidents in name only. Um, we were going to have a bit of this discussion about around that and what the implications were of that, but that's kind of since been debunked, isn't it, Nick? I mean, yeah, you you told me before. But this was a story that went around again. The the the, the deer, if that's the right word, the worst kind of dynamite. Well, it, it started in the October twenty nineteen. That would be right. Well, I can't get my year right. October twenty nineteen. It started. Yeah. And it was the New Year's Day episode of Dynamite that was terrible. We got critically panned, and it was. I know you haven't seen it, Sam. So it's hard for me. To, but it was when the Dark Order were kind of. At a very different place, they were kind of much more a gothic, mystical kind of group, and right. they had hundreds of what, what, what hundreds, but tens of like other than them were described as creepers, and they got okay. they they was in like what I would say was skin masks, yeah. They they was oh, all yeah, like yeah. they were all like, but they jumped the bucks at the end of the episodes, and everyone, and everyone shat on it, everyone proper shat on it, and it, there was loads of funky. Because remember, I said to you a couple of weeks ago, the early days of AW represent nothing. What's like now. It yeah. was quite. There was quite a few funky, iffy episodes. Um, everyone, like Dave Meltzer, you, because I get so I get the impression that um, Tony Khan is much more influenced by what the dirt shit say, what the internet says. Yeah. Everyone kind of said it was bad, blah blah. And then I think Tony went, actually, this is my game. This is this is my ball, and you're going to play by my rules if you play with it. Because yeah. I think Kenny got the influence for his segments. Cody got the influence for his segments. 
And but ever since then, so this is where I don't understand why this story, where these stories come from. Yeah, this is. I thought it's a bit of an odd one, isn't it? This has been known for, from well, kind of known for the last eighteen months, two years. Yeah. So this is the thing. This is like so you mentioned Dave Meltzer. So he's come out um, with a bit of insight. So I'll read you the quote from him. Um, the big story going around, and it's being propagated in a bunch of places, is that how the EVPs have lost all their powers. This story is from 2019, almost two years ago, when Tony Khan took over the booking. I mean, Tony Khan has always been the booker. I've heard people saying, oh, Cody Rhodes is booking this and this. It's always been Tony Khan. He discusses the stuff with all the EVPs, like they are all in the discussion and stuff, but Tony Khan makes the final call. They all have input, and when it comes to their own stuff, as far as getting to the final destination, they have a lot of input into that angle. Chris Jericho does, Moxley does, and I'm sure Brian Danielson does. I'm sure all the top guys do. Nobody has lost any power of late. So yeah, so basically what he's saying is what you've just said is that since the kind of early days, Tony Khan has been, you know, the final had the final say on everything. Which so I, everybody's had their input. Which I think which I think is we're getting to my philosophy about booking, which I think mm. is right and proper. If like yeah. like he's paying for this effectively and it was his idea. I mean yeah. also oh, I'll pick Kenny out as an example. Some of the shit he was coming out with early, I would watch it, <laughs> like, honestly. But it comes back to the fact of this is where he's got it right, the WWE's got it wrong. Yeah. You're giving people like Moxley, Danielson, the Bucks and Caps, giving them influence, saying, this is your character, How, what would you do with your character? But that is from what I understand. That's what they do on all major TV shows anyway and films. You, you, right. you watch a film... You you say like I'll, I'll pick out the example of Bond no Bond spoiler Sam don't worry but um, mm-hmm. so Daniel Craig's an executive producer of Bond meaning that he gets a say in what Bond would do not the final say but you say actually I don't agree with that can we tweak yeah. tweak that left right so I I don't see a problem with this no no I don't at all no and why why would anyone have a problem with it you know yeah Tony Khan is is the main man and he gets final sign off but he's not Vince McMahon. And he's not a dictator. He's willing to sit around the table. <laughs> he's willing to sit around the table, but at the end of the day, he's the man who signs the checks and he's the man who gets the final say in what happens. And ultimately, it's then his responsibility if the output is bad. Yeah, no, no, you know? no, no, at the moment, it's not. It's not. Right, there's, it's a, not. There's some it's absolutely not. I'm, I'm, I know that he's with people listening, but if you look at this as a, every, again, every week, they're, they're mainly knocking it out of the park. So at the moment, I've got no. But hopefully, there's a time when he, if he's burned out, because he's, he's not only booking Dynamite and Rampage, but he's editing Elevation and... What's the other one? It's, it's Dark and Dark, dark Elevation. Dark Elevation. If there's a yeah. time where he becomes burned out, because don't forget he's got Fulham and he's got the Jags as well, mm-hmm. hopefully he's got some, some contingency plan in place if he wants to take some time off. Because yeah. this is where Bischoff failed, and this is where Vince failed, failed for years. He, he, he doesn't know when to delegate. Yeah. Hopefully he's not saying now, but when it comes to two, three years down the line, if he's run out of ideas, say right, this is my second in command, my apprentice, as it were. But there's plenty, yeah. plenty of people in that company that could run it. Not telling, of course there is, mate. Not telling me because I don't know if you know this, Sam, but Daniel Bryan yeah. used to have a lot of crap. Later in the day, he was on the writing team of SmackDown or Brian Dan- right, okay. Brian Danielson. So mm-hmm. it, these are people with wrestling brain. Jericho's got a wrestling brain. We won't get. But some of the shit that he put, I, I'm not a fan of. Do you know, like, sorry, I'm going to tangent, but do you know when it's always the inner circle versus the pinnacle showdown or the parlay yeah. when they do their massive in ring segments and stuff? 
Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. a fan. I'm not a fan of that. I'm, I'm a fan of it once, but it seemed like there was a stretch a couple of months ago where we were getting him every week. Mm. And you could tell they're very much Jericho's brainchild. But what I'm getting around to is Jericho's got a wrestling brain. Most has got a wrestling. So if you said, like, actually, three or four of you come up with ideas. I'm taking a holiday for a bit. Three of you or four mm-hmm. of you come up with ideas. I'll be quite comfortable with that, to yeah. be honest. And of course, uh, and it's, isn't Chris Daniels part of the creative team as well? Yeah, he's... He, he, he's um, talent relations but yeah he gets worthy yeah. of booking and we're going to be yeah so I imagine Tony can't delegate well uh, has some input from Chris Daniels as well yeah. I they're all they're all so. where it works Sam is with WWE WWE bashing part one of this episode um, <laughs> other than Vince there are a lot of TV show writers you know yeah. but the five or six people we've just named there they're all wrestlers with wrestling mm-hmm. minds and wrestling brains yeah. And I think that that's where we'll, we'll work. Not, well, Tony Khan's fucking, um, he, uh, it's his promotion. He's earned the right to book it for as long as he wants. But there is going to time when, because what they used to do back in the day was they used to have rotating bookers. So yeah. even for, they used to have six months on, six months off, just to keep keep your ideas fresh and all that, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. So if it does get to, Tony Khan switched on to old, like I've said to you plenty of times before, he switched on to old school wrestling more than me and you are. He, know, he knows the score. Sure you know? he is, mate. So he's definitely more than more than I am for sure. He's more than more than I am, mate. He's much more wrestling than I have. Yeah. So that, I know that was a really wide ranging argument about w, uh, AEW's long term creative, but so you because you well, I don't suppose you don't mind me exposing the fact of on wrestling you, when I sent you this story initially, you went, "I hope he don't turn into Vince." I don't. I don't think. Yeah. It, I don't think it is that. Nah. When you, when you put, I don't know. You can't put a figure on it. But when early days, when you put in like however much millions he did, and you, when you saw that, actually, this is shit. I've given. I've given the boys too much control, and they're running mm. around like. You know what I equate it to? Yeah. It, like you know, if you go down the park with your ball back in the day to play football. Mm. Yeah. Oh, actually, this is my ball. But this is this is this is the teams we're going to play in, in Wembley. If, yeah, yeah. if you've got an American list, Wembley's a game where you lose like two or three aside football. Yeah. It's not actually going how I want it to go. And, he, and he's organised it. <laughs> he's put his ducks in a row and got on with it, you know? Yeah, mate. Sorry, yeah, Sam, I went, um, on, went on about the blast my passion. No. no, that's great, mate. No, he's... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any danger of Tony Khan turning into Vince McMahon anytime soon. I mean, Tony Khan's only young. He's still in his 30s. You know what I mean? He's going to be doing this for quite a while, you'd hope. Mate, yeah. and he's... It's the fact that do you know do you know why these these stories get leaked to people like Dave Meltzer? Because he's talking to mm. people like Dave Meltzer. He wants these stories. Yeah. They're not leaks. He wants these stories to be out there. Yeah, yeah. that's the difference. Yeah, he wants a bit of transparency. He wants to know that you know this is how we do things at AEW. And he's talking yeah. to a very specific core audience. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, no, that's I why he goes. That's why he goes on podcasts and things like that. When's, yeah, it, when's, yeah. it, when's the last time you'd see Vince McMahon on a podcast? The, no, I've never seen Vince McMahon on a podcast. There, there was one, there's one that he did that was actually very interesting. That I want... Sorry, I'm burping. I've had a beer. Um, <laughs> when, um, there's one that he did Professional. For, for the WWE Network. Yeah. He, like, when WWE Network first started, he went and done a podcast with Stone Cold. Oh, okay. And yeah, it, yeah. it, it, it come across quite... Well, it's not... Pretty, but it went across quite crazy. Come across quite crazy. And, it, oh, right. and, he, hasn't okay. done, and he hasn't done one since. Yeah, that was maybe fun. we'll have to um, maybe we'll have to review that. Yeah, mate, I'll, I'll be all over that. That literally that would be a bit of me, like that would be a bit of me. I love like shooting the views and things like that. 
So yeah, stick, stick. <laughs> just, just me and you ranting about Vince McMahon for an hour and a half. I've come up with an idea, Sam. I'm going to chuck this at you now, and I've ripped, yeah, it, ripped it from another podcast. But I'm thinking, oh, at Christmas, we're going to get a lot of time off. Well, I don't know. <laughs> but I've come up with an idea called the Twelve Days of Christmas podcast, where we, right, we, okay. where we, we pick a wrestler and review three matches of theirs every day through twelve days. Bloody hell, mate. We'll see if we get time. No, <laughs> we'll yeah. talk about it nearer the time. Yeah, like, this is why I never talk about you off mic, these ideas off mic, because I think, you must bring these on in now. He can't get out of it. <laughs> I'm like a rabbit in the headlights. I can't, I can't say it's no ver- to it. Work. I see what my contract. holiday schedule verbal I see what contract. my holiday schedule works like, and then uh, I'll let you know. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not against it. I'm not against it. Just so you know, I'm not against doing that at all. <laughs> right yeah so that's that's pretty much all the news really this week it's not really you know it, man, it's not, you say it, it's not, it's not news as such but it's you know it's, it's an interesting thing to talk about it's an interesting you can guarantee about. some of will break while we're recording we have to come back on and say shit yeah. this has gone down <laughs> yeah it's like fuck what's <laughs> oh, no no stop 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 it's like I want to mention the WWE draft that went on Oh yeah, the WWE oh, draft happened. Right. Anything you want to say I, about that, Nick? Um, I read, yeah, I read it. I didn't recognise half names on it. There's a lot, actually. <laughs> to be fair, there's a lot of NXT guys going up already. Yeah. Um, not Braun Breaker, which I think we're both we're both supporting. You know, Rick Steiner Jr. Oh yeah, we're team. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple of uh, like uh, there's, but end of the day. He's putting lip, putting lipstick on a pig, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you ain't gonna matter, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, so yeah, that happened. the draft happened. If you, if anyone's interested, go and have a look for yourself. We ain't going to cover no, it. I ain't, I ain't going to talk about it. I ain't got time for that, and I don't really care. So let's talk about let's talk about some let's talk about some good wrestling. Let's talk about dynamite this week, mate. So before we kick off into uh, analysing, um, do you want to give me the lowdown on Mister Brody Lee? Because this this week's um, dynamite was in Rochester, New York, Brody Lee's hometown. Um, somewhat of a tribute, um, so not like heavily, heavily tributed, but it, it was definitely a Brody yeah. Lee, you know, influ- gonna, influence on this I'm, week. I'm going to use my catchphrase again, Sam. We're going to go yeah. back and watch this, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But they done a um, tribute. Like, we'll get, we'll get. But they done a tribute show to Brody last December yeah. when he like that was fucking peak. And I think Danielson and Punk have been cited. The way they dealt with Brody Lee's death, how respectful mm. that they were, was. He- heavily influenced on why they signed the way they dealt right, like okay. yeah um, anyway Brody yeah he started he started off with Brody Lee on the Indies Ring of Honor which I bang on about all the time uh, and um, Chikara and like and then he went to WWE was Luke Harper mm-hmm. and he tagged up with uh, Bray Wyatt and in the Wyatt family which was a cult gimmick blah blah I really like Bro- I really like Brody Lee but um, again they didn't see nothing in him because they're wrong they're mental blah blah <laughs> um and there was a whole there was a whole like this was before you know everyone's getting released at the moment sad but everyone yeah but this was a whole they were in a different phase of a talent hoarding phase where they would want to okay. keep people under contracts and not let them go so there was right, hundreds of hundreds of people not being used but they did they were in so much fear of AEW that they wouldn't let anyone go there right i see and yeah and Brody used to put on twitter or luke harper at the time used to put on twitter saying Free Brody or free um, wouldn't want to get out basically, but mm-hmm. he sat there and sat there, and they did let him go finally. And um, this is this is the biggest not not the fact, that he, but he debuted. He was slated to debut the week the pandemic started. 
Right, okay. So he debuted the first show with the no crowd at Empty Arena, however you want to say it. Ah, right. So like, this, this is the biggest irritant that I've got with He never wrestled for AW in front of a crowd because, unfortunately, yeah. he did die like in the pandemic era. Um, but he come in, was because re- what they did, um, again, the dog, this ties into something I was saying earlier, the dark world was going to shit, absolutely to shit. Yeah. And um, they went, they kept dropping these vignettes of going, we're going to reveal the real leader, the real leader. This guy went on for weeks, just little vignettes, little pre tapes of saying, um, the real leader, the real leader. Anyway, the clock ticked down and it was a uh, Brody Lee, mm-hmm. and he's 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 got uh. His nickname was kind of Mr. Brody. It was kind of a Vince McMahon ripoff, not a ripoff, but what right. what all the what all the talent was saying in the meetings when they had a meeting with Vince McMahon. Yeah, yeah. he'd sit there and like because Brody would sit there and eat a steak and things like that and listen to the ideas and say this is this is shit. But so it was a Vince McMahon caricature, effectively. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he did really he, he did really really well, and um. Eventually, he won the TNT title from Cody. Right. Um, in a really, really good match, actually. In, really, in a dog, dog collar match. Um, okay. <laughs> really, really good match. It's, again, this was still in the context of the pandemic. But then mm. but then he won the belt, yeah? And he went away. He went away. Like, I'm saying, where's Brody? Like, and then Tony Khan on media calls and press conferences that were saying, he's got an injury. He's got an injury. He's got an injury. So fine. A bit weird. Um. Then he did. Oh, I'm trying to think. Sorry, uh, he did come back because he did lose it, but he lose, lost it back to Cody. Right. But then yeah. he went away again. This was only. And then, actually, ironically enough, on my birthday, this out. This is why I remember it so vividly. Twenty twenty seventh December last year, it was announced that he passed away. Right. And I, was, I, I can't. I can't remember the top man how old he was, but he's not that million miles away from our age, Sam. Really. Oh, yeah, fucking yeah. hell. And it, I was just to make this clear, it was on COVID related, COVID related, he had a lung issue. Right, okay. Anyway, like that, that ruined my birthday for me a little bit, really. Um, just on a side note, make it about me again. Uh, oh, mate. Um, but then, um, they they did this tribute show to him, it was absolutely fantastic. Really. Yeah. They even got um, his son involved, Brody Jr., you, yeah. you, you, you've seen some of Brody Jr. Isn't it? He's been in. Well, gonna, he's done negative one. Yeah, negative one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about negative one because he was in, he's heavily involved in this, wasn't he? So yeah. Yeah, we're, but we're like, they, they brought, any, anyway, that, this that was kind of a quick pricey of a. That's why they retired the um, TNT title when they get they made a new TNT book. So they give it to negative one. Right. That that was yeah. that's the version of the uh, TNT title now. Yeah. It's a different version to what was. And um, this is why. Oh, well, I'm not going to go into that yet, actually. So yeah, that was kind of it. This is why they change the belt every time. You're talking about? No, I was going to say this is why because <laughs> it was in Rochester this week. There was loads yep. of things flying about about Bray Wyatt debuting this week. Okay. So like, we're tied in with being the memorial for. Right. I see. But again, I'm I'm okay. I'm gutted on the. Obviously, he's dead. I'm gutted because he's, like I said, it's really hard, isn't it? But, but I'm gutted that he never got to wrestle for an AEW in front of a crowd. Like, yeah, that is one of yeah, them. It's a shame. Yeah. And if I was doing yeah, my, if I was doing my top 10 AEW matches, that dog collar match would be in there, definitely. That's not, yeah. that's not me looking at it with, actually, I've got to give him a pat on the back. But no, at the time, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, I'll have to go and watch that. I'll have to go and watch that. Um, 
yeah, so there's a bit of context for you about Brody Lee. Obviously, in this this episode of Dynamite, a bit of a tribute. It's in his hometown. Um, so yeah, there's there's a few bits of Brody Lee stuff dotted about this. So we'll we'll talk about them when they come up. But um, the show kicks off, <laughs> mate. Are you ever going to get sick of hearing cult of personality pop up? Well, no, let's let, like, let's delve let's, let's let's delve into this now. Like, actually, let's let's actually it's punk because yeah, seeing punk turns up at a very you know the first stroke of the show. Is he seeing punk's music kicks uh, off and he, he's on commentary for the day? Is he, he is he losing a bit of his shine? But as much as I'm a fan of it, I'm playing devil's advocate. Is he in, having him pop up doing commentary two out of the last three weeks or whatever it was? Mm. Is it? Is it taking a little bit of bloom off the rose? I I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is because like, if he was shit on commentary, I'd be saying, yeah, probably. But he's actually, I actually really like CM Punk on commentary. And if they did the same angle again where he got jumped again, then yeah, I would be like, no, yeah, which they didn't. He was just on commentary we'll, for the whole episode. Well, we'll get. Can we talk like in a minute, Walter? But I'm a little bit thinking. You think how he was two months ago or whatever when he's first turned up? I'm just yeah. seeing punks out there now. Yeah, yeah, but do you understand? <laughs> I'm, I'm not against it, but I can understand why people are thinking that now. Yeah, he's part of the furniture yeah. now, isn't he? He's, like, which he's is, well embedded. Which is more power to him, really, because yeah. he's like he's obviously agreed to go out there and do commentary. Well, this is it. He's doing it because he wants to wants to do it. Yeah. He wants to be out there, you know, he wants to he wants to go and do promos. He wants to sit on commentary for a bit and uh, he wants to soak it all in we'll, and enjoy it while he can. We'll go there now because he's but do you do you think there's been a little, little bit of a rethink in a way he's gonna be because I, I was automatically assuming that he would go through a team Taz. That would be it. But yeah. we're gonna we're gonna full fast forward a little bit for the sake of we're talking about CM Punk's character. But mm-hmm. I, I think there's been a little bit of a rethink on that score. If you, if you, yeah, I don't know, mate. Yeah, I don't know because we had, um, we also had no. a little Ricky Stark promo, didn't we? We'll go jump, we'll jump ahead yeah. of this a bit. Sorry, because it just so, all ties it? together, though, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, because it ties together because it doesn't really matter in terms of the, uh, the you know, chronological narrative of this. But like Ricky Starks did a promo in this, like video promo, and he was talking about Brian Cage. Yeah. So now, obviously, so if the CM Punk Team Taz thing's done, are we then going back to Team Taz Brian Cage? feud and the, punk, again, and the punk, punk cut a little promo didn't he saying like basically you're going to see the real CM Punk yeah on Rampage so I don't know whether they thought shit like when you take a bit more special for him mm. yeah they'll still I, I trust them they'll do something something good with Punk um, they got to be careful they got to be careful I wouldn't have him I wouldn't have him on commentary every week like, like I wouldn't have no. him on commentary for a little while now it must I enjoy it it's not as but mm-hmm. You wouldn't yeah, he needs, he needs something to get his teeth stuck into now, doesn't he? He's yeah. had like his little, you know, he had his initial fight with Derby, and now he's had his little, little, little rumble with Team Taz and a match against Powerhouse Hobbs. Yep. And now he needs something like me <coughs> to get his teeth into, doesn't he? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know what it's going to be. I really don't. I, yeah, but it needs to be something bigger. Yeah, yeah, and I think now, I, I think it will come. Um, in what form? Not entirely sure yet. I reckon we'll find that tomorrow. It, it, I reckon there's some major we punk coming tomorrow. To be honest, yeah, I'd like or to. I'd not, like to hope so. Not major, but something was going to set up his next direction. I hope. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you hope so. Um, so yeah, so first first match of this week, mate. I tell you what, right? AW, <laughs> we talk about how good the bookings are and how good the wrestling is and all that. 
No, we haven't talked about it yet. How good the fucking music is. Oh, this <laughs> this is this is controversial take. Why? Right. Because not not on my behalf, but they've got a lot of stuff. Because I assume you're talking about Adam Cole. You're talking about Adam Well, I'm talking about I'm talking about the free free song run of Cold Personality, all about the boom, and fucking Tarzan Boy. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> like, like that's all three of them get the crowd going. Because everyone's saying they they should be different. They should push for original music, but not not, not the exact opposite of original music. Actually, um, what, yeah. what am I going for here, Sam? Proper soundtrack, Sam. Come on, help, you, help, what are you on about? <laughs> proper music, like proper tracks. Like, so you mean do uh, you mean a song? Not yeah, a recorded, a recorded song. Yeah, because everyone's saying yeah, their yeah. original content, apart from all about the boom. Yeah. He's pretty shit. I mean, so yeah, but I'm, I don't know. Let's play a game of what what music would you would you come out would uh, would you recognise from the top of your head? Like, if, would, what? Oh, that's that is the only because the only one I would do honestly on my life apart from obviously cult personality, yeah, uh, and um, Adam Cole now because he's uh, shouts again is um, MJF. That's the only music I recognise. I mean, there's quite a few. I mean, like um, Mate, Britt Baker's is quite. Um, distinctive Ruby Ruby Soho's yeah Ruby Soho's is actually Ruby Soho's is good <coughs> so maybe this was the wrong hot take so I had to take <laughs> but then but then you've got my favourite boy Malachi Black who's got fucking Amon Ra as his theme song which I fucking love um, see so, you no know, if that I only start going dark and all that can I say you're repping your Malachi Black t-shirt no one's not I am I finally we're, got we're, my we're Malachi on, Black t-shirt we're not on your podcast are we I'm always always on brand, mate. Exactly. Brand. We need we need to get um, some chair shot podcasts. T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, eventually, we'll, we'll make a t-shirt. Also, yeah. while we're on that note, <laughs> at the wedding the other day, I am mm. um, got a peek behind the curtain. I didn't think so. You don't even know about this, do you? No. Your your brother's no. idea. Your your brother's idea for the original name of the podcast. Obviously, I, I am a wheelchair user. This that's not a spoiler, really. That's a fact <laughs> of life. Um, but your brother's the original idea was Nick get the chair. As a reference to the wheelchair, weren't it? Which I I was pissed, but I did pop for that majorly. I I was like, yeah. So if we do have a rethink, that is the. Uh, if we have a rebrand, we'll go yeah. with that. But for now, we'll, we'll remain as the chair shot pod. But yeah. Sorry, I've, 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 I've been saying to you that on the private conversation, but I've never got around to it. <laughs> no, man, it's funny. I like it. I like it a lot. But yeah, so. Where were we? Music. We were talking about music, weren't we? Yeah, exactly. We about themes, theme music. Because yeah. Jim Johnson, who done the, um, was worked for WMB for the last 35 years or whatever, he's, yeah. he's, he's currently not with them. So people say, I'll get Jim Johnson in to do like, re-edit the music and stuff. But obviously mm. you're on the other side of the fence with it. Mm. I mean, I, I don't mind if people want to use you know, pre-recorded songs from artists or whether they want to have their own one created for them. If it's good, it's good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it doesn't bother me which camp the song sits in. If it's recognisable and, you know, it gets a pop from the crowd. I mean, like the Adam Cole one gets a big pop from the crowd, doesn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it does what it's meant to do. Because he's got that initial line at the start of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old, yeah. Um, exactly. You know. um, I'm not going to lie. If and when we do go to Crane Cottage, as soon, mm. soon as Wild Thing hits, oh, yeah. I'm going to be literally... Yeah. Like a dog with a tin dick. I am going to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, fucking Judas, like Chris yeah. Jericho's. That's massive. Like that opening riff to Judas is Evil. huge. It's instantly recognisable. 
even where is my mind? Like, yeah. I, like, I do think it's cool that they have um, a regional soundtrack, like a regional music. Not a re- the opposite, mm. opposite to a regional music. Yeah, yeah. You've got pre-recorded music, and then you've got original. Thanks, cheers, Sam. I'm really struggling with yeah. the concept of what's ori- <laughs> what original means. Like, I- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come. What's this thing? Is, is Jericho Jericho's? Is neither one or the other, is it? Yeah, it, it, it does fall for because, It's a right old mix, isn't it? Because it's not written for him specifically as a wrestler, but it is his band. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's a funny one. That's a bit of a neither here nor there one. But, but again, if I, if I was Tony Khan, which I think about at least once a day, yeah. I would be thinking what I'm. Because I, 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 I'm still gutted that they didn't get final cut, final cut now for Daniel, uh, Brian Davidson. Yeah. I'm, I'm still. If, if I could change anything about. Brian Davidson would be that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Though. Some people like Ride of the Valkyries as well. Yeah. So. That's that's good though. That song that WWE have got the rights to. Remember that story? Yeah. But yeah, they can't uh, use that yeah. because WWE have got the rights to classical music. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they own fucking everything. Oh, we we, uh, we we got we got some content out of that, Sam, didn't we? Yeah, we the debate. We certainly did, mate. We certainly did. Is we're it? gonna, we will, we will do mute. We're gonna do um, top, top, top five. Somewhat of a musical, musical episode because there's lots of links between wrestling and music, as we know, because everyone's got entrance themes and all that. Some and even some, some wrestlers are even in bands. So you've got Fo- Chris Jericho's Fozzie. You've got Andy Williams Butcher, who's in Every Time I Die. See, look, you know, there's... this is where you lose me a little bit. I know, I know, Fozzie are, but this is where I need my education improved. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go in on some every time I die at some point. Yeah, like, okay. make you listen to every time I die. All right, and we're gonna talk about that. All right, they got a new album coming out at some point, so maybe we'll we'll yeah, review we'll, into we'll that. review the album. Oh, this we is could, a... we could we could review the new every time I die album. Yeah, on a complete side note, I did this because one of our mates Connor was taking piss out of me. Um, I did listen to some Iron Maiden the other day. So where does that oh, where, yeah. where does that fall in your the pantheon of what music I should be listening to. Is that all right? Is that, does that come more in line with what was what? I fucking love Iron Maiden, okay. mate. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it, it was a happy, it was a mistake because on my Alexa, I, I, I asked for Tears of a Cloud by Smokey Robinson, yeah? All right. And it yeah. come up, and my list, oh, it's fucking me about. But it come up with Tears of a Cloud by Iron Maiden, which, right, which wasn't actually a cover. It was a completely different song, but I quite enjoyed it. Good. So I've gone down, a, I've gone down a Maiden rabbit hole now. Oh mate, yeah, I love it. We'll, we'll, we'll we can deep dive into that at some point. And he's a West Ham fan. Steve Harris, Steve Harris. Steve Harris, yeah, yeah, massive, famously a massive West Ham yeah, fan. So yeah. I'm on they've pro- got um, they've got there's an Iron Maiden West Ham shirt. Yeah, I've seen I've get. seen a couple of them walking uh, yeah. around the like yeah when I've gone to West Ham and stuff. So I am on, yeah. on brand for that. So yeah, yeah, nice one, nice one. I knew I'd work, right. work West but until Ham then, until then. Let's get back to wrestling, shall we? So, first first match, Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy. This was this was good, wasn't it, mate? This is what I was excited for. This before before this even kicked off, I was excited for this, and like they've they've opened with another cracker, haven't they? Well, I'm I'm going to do it. I'm confused to it. I'm going to eat my words about eat my words about Adam Cole. Yeah, I'm like the biggest on the Adam Cole bust. Six well, couple of months, literally a month ago, I was like, nah, get him out to Impact for a year. Having few, yeah. having, but now fucking no chance. Character, character work, fucking professional wrestling work. Yeah, yeah. And, and Jungle Boy, um, Jungle Boy is the future, isn't he? Yeah, mate. This this was this was because uh, he's uh, Adam Cole still. I think he's in late twenties, early thirties, maybe. He's like 32, 33. Yeah. So this is kind of like the next generation. 
Yeah. When you look at, um, again, MJF, uh, Jungle mm. Boy, like, it's, it's so many hot young, Sammy Guevara, so many hot mm. young hands in that promotion without you take out Punk and you take out uh, Brian Danielson, it, it, mm. the future's bright. Oh, yeah, mate. Yeah, and we'll talk about that as well because there's an MJF promo where we dis- that gets discussed yeah. a bit. So we will talk about that in a little bit. But, um, yeah, it was a proper good match. Oh, mate. mate. Like, these two together, so, like, such a well-worked kind of back-and-forth wrestling match. It's just, like, and that, they've amazing. Got, and they've got the pattern so right now is, uh, in, ter- yeah. in terms of the, having your hot opener. Yeah. You know? Oh, it, yeah. All, always on... And Rampage is different, but that... that, that uh, opening match on Rampage is basically your main event slot. Mm. Rampage works backwards, where your first match is your main event, and it yeah. calls down a lot. They want they want to get that hot opener to get you writing in, writing in for the first one. I'm not yeah. I'm not I've gone on a tangent, but you know what I mean. They, that is what. But it's always a hot. It's always a hot opener with Dynamite. Always. Yeah, well, it has been recently for sure. Definitely. I think I think um, I've been so stuck in the fort. Sorry, Sam. So stuck yeah, in the so point. stuck in the formulated booking of WWE where Charlie Shop Raw or SmackDown opens, you have a ten to fifteen minute talking segment to set up the rest yeah. to set up the rest of the show. Yeah. <clears throat> so you know, don't you don't get that every night, no. do you? It always kicks off with like a sick match. And also straight you, away. As a tangent to that, you don't ever get that long a talking segment where uh, someone just comes out and sit they never do it like that because WWE mm. for formulaically will Wrestler A will come out, wrestler B will come out, and they'll set up like either a singles match or a tag team match for the main event. But they don't ever mm. do it like that. And that, that's a trope or a trap that they haven't fallen into, and I'm so happy about. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, no, it's wicked. And yeah, there were some wicked spots in this as well. Like that fucking um, Hurricanrana off top rope from Jungle Boy. Yeah. How fucking sick was that? <laughs> you, know what, you know what I, I like, love that? I know I keep bringing it back. You know what I'd like to do one day? Yeah. Is compete, com- watch an episode of War and watch an episode of Dynamite and yeah. compare ma- match quality. Like, sure. So, like, say an opener from Raw and opener, this opener from Dynamite, just, yeah. just see, see where we are. See where we are. Yeah. T- I just think the thing is, this is becoming second nature now. So, like, if you want to do it in mm-hmm. terms of star rating, yeah. on average, it's like always four, four to four and a half star belters. Just like, it's just like standard. In AEW, mm-hmm. which is yeah. good, but again, this is how far we've come. Mm-hmm. Setting the bar very high, <laughs> always. Uh, yeah. <coughs> so I've got. A, it's not COVID. I've developed. It's worth <laughs> working in education. September, you do develop a little bit of a cough. Yeah, mate. It's it's been going around, and everyone's going to be getting it. So you can't catch it yeah. over audio format. So don't worry, guys. No, it's all right. I can't catch it over this. It's fine. But yeah, there was yeah, there was some wicked like near falls in this. You know, Jungle Boy kicking out of the Panama Sunrise. Oh, that was my like, favorite. That was so good, yeah. wasn't it? And then like Adam Cole's like sell, sells that so well. Like he's so surprised like that he's kicked out of it, and then it just oh mate, yeah, it was just it was so, so just such a good match. And then like obviously you're you're gonna have a heel finish. And you know, but it wasn't like a classic distraction that we've had. We have from the elite all the time. You know, it's become a bit of a trope that in like elite matches, like the 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 elite guys win with like a distraction angle and stuff like that. And we didn't get that. We got a we got a cheeky low blow after a referee. You know, yeah. bund- they bundle Aubrey Edwards into the ropes, and then Adam Cole. It's like a cheeky low blow, 
which you know I'm all, I'm all right with. Yeah, mate. <laughs> like, mate, you got you got to get your heel hate. Because you know, the, yeah. the elite, the elite are cool, but they're still your heels. They're still your main heel faction. Yeah, yeah, of course they are. Yeah, and this is the thing. Like Adam Cole is so fucking over that, like, that he needs to like get a, work a little bit of that oh, heel, heel stuff in. Like, just his yeah, his entrance when he comes, like he does that boom thing. Then yeah, he does, like, a baby. Boom. Yeah. And, yeah, then and then he does the Adam Cole baby, and then it's like, and he, and he fucking you, you don't hear a roar from the crowd like like that throughout the whole rest of rest of the show. All right, I'm fast, fast, fast forward a little bit, but in the promo as well, the way they, the way they uh, structured the promo, where they, where they all had a little bit, they all had a little mm. bit, didn't they? It, it reminded reminded yeah. me so much of an old NWO promo where right. Gallo said a bit, Anderson said a bit, obviously Colton, yeah. but they got all got their shit in, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly, mate. Um, yeah, well, we might as well talk about that now because, like, it was we could actually recall the match, about the match forever because it was a wicked, another wicked opening match. <coughs> um, so yeah, the elite comes out. They always, yeah, as you say, they all they all kind of say their piece and that. Um, where's Where's Don Callis gone? He wasn't there. You, you, you just sorry, you just reminded me of that. He wasn't there this week. Yeah. Was he? he wasn't there this week. He wasn't on rampage either. So, Maybe he's having, yeah, hopefully, hopefully Don's having a week off to shag his porn. He's having a week off. To shag his yeah. porn star wife. Sorry, I'm going to say, I'll stab. Yeah, he's got a porn star wife, basically. Has he really? Yeah. Mate. Fucking he's got a very He's got a very interesting personal life as Don Callis. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, we'll do, Maybe we'll do a deep dive. All I'm saying is he's we'll my... Do a Don Callis biography. He's point. my kind of boy, is all I'm saying. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Uh, I can see myself going for a pipe with Don Callis. Going for a point with Don Carlos, yeah. that'd be a that'd be a night down the pub, wouldn't it? Still, still my ambition, so do a live podcast in the pub. That's that's, some, do, that's something that we have we got could, to do. We can certainly do that at some point, mate. Don't worry. But yeah, so this promo, yeah. So um, what was I saying? Yeah, the elite comes out. Um, all say all say a piece, and then we get basically what we said was going to happen, didn't we? That yeah. Kenny was going to go on about Brian Danielson not having a ranking. And all that, and like not getting a rematch, and this, that, and the other, and then of course, Brian Danielson comes out, and uh, we get a, back, a bit of a back and forth with with Brian. Like this was a good promo, wasn't it, mate? And then like <laughs> it, essentially Brian calling Kenny out and calling him a coward and all this kind of shit. <laughs> it, it's it's obvious, it's logical, but it's not boring. No, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. like they've gone. What, what I'll describe, what he's described as paint by numbers booking but yeah sometimes the most logical step is the most entertaining step mm-hmm. they, they didn't try and outsmart the audience but we're gonna do this now we're gonna do something yeah, new, yeah. which was something we'll get we'll get onto when we talk about what maybe could happen tomorrow we'll throw, mm. throw a spanner in the works but yeah um this is what i want to see and this is what hopefully what we're gonna get mm. and it just makes the most sense doesn't it having him climb climb the mountain of course it does yeah yeah Absolutely, mate. The fact he hasn't got a rating, surely. Well, if it was again, if it was somewhere else, I'm not saying that, but they would mention it. They would say, "Oh, you put, you push me so hard. I think I deserve a shot at the top." They're gonna no, they're gonna take it back to ground zero, as it were. No, you haven't got a ranking, yeah. so you got to work for all the fuckers. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. That's it, mate. Yeah, and I think he could well just work his way through the elite at this point. <laughs> like... yeah, that's that's the, that's the story. That is the story for me. That is, you know. That is the story yeah. where, and it's a good angle. It's like, so you know, he's coming, he's, he's climbing the mountain, isn't he? And to be honest with you, I fast forward it a lot, but the week, or well, the week before, on the last match where he gets his title shot, 
should be him versus Adam Cole. That should be your final boss before you get yeah. to Kenny. That should, yeah, that, yeah. Should, that should main event of Dynamite. That should be a fucking cracking match because they, they had a match on SmackDown um, again um, two years ago where mm. the main roster got stuck in... Sorry, I'm going on a tangent, but that has got a point. Um, the main roster got stuck, <coughs> stuck in Saudi right. um, when they did a, blood, uh, a Saudi show. And um, had, uh, Brian Danish refused to go because he didn't re- agree with the human rights issues in Saudi. Right. So they was all stuck in Saudi on a, on a flight. So they had to bring in NXT to like fill a SmackDown show. So right, any, okay. anyway, like long story short, it ended up being Adam Cole versus um, Brian Danielson, absolute cracker. Nice. So if that is the if that is your final boss <coughs> boss level, yeah. Oh yeah, mate. I'll take that. I'll take that all day. Yeah, hundred percent. Because he's getting. We get. We'll talk about it. But he's uh, he's going up against Nick Jackson on Rampage. Um, which we'll talk about, uh, but we'll get once we get through dynamite, we'll talk about that. But, but you, yeah, that, um, if you get excited for that, so if you get five, six, seven weeks of cracking matches against Daniel, yeah. that Brian Danielson is undercard talent, mm-hmm. surely that's worth it. Yeah, mate. Yeah, fucking right, fucking right. Well excited for that. If that's the way they're going with it, yeah, bang yeah. up for it, bang up for it. Um, yeah, awesome. Um, so. Next, we had, a little, we had a little promo with the Luchas, and it turned up with the uh, AAA tag belts as well. Yeah, that was weird. You know, well, I'm wondering because um, they've got this thing with um, Andrade as well, and like, um, may do you reckon we might end up seeing like a AAA tag match on on AW at some point? Yeah, Andrade needs something. Andrade needs something. Oh, he does, doesn't he? Because. To be fair, it was all going a bit wonky, but then he had that cracker with Pat, but we haven't seen him since, really. Right, right there was a couple of like odd backstage, no. and obviously they're building, well, they're going to do the rematch at some stage. Yeah, well, I think it's all been thrown in the air with the old Dark Side of the Ring yeah, revelations, that, isn't that it? Was it's the, all that, been thrown up. As we discussed, that was the plan, get Rick in. Because that, that's, yeah. I know I know there was a thing about Charvo being involved with, uh, is it Young Rock? Was he involved with Charvo? Yeah, um, not sure. Yeah, he was. He was involved with Young. That's why. But I think that's why Charlie was written out to make room for Ric Flair. So they that they made a fuck up there, right? So again, he's he's someone that needs a reset. So is he? Yeah. Are we going to go into tag feud with him now? Who knows, mate? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is an interesting one. But he's uh, we you know we talk about him in a bit because some there is something coming up with him. Um, which we'll talk about at the end. We'll talk about that at the end of the, the Dynamite review. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. He needs, yeah, he needs something to get his teeth into, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, because he's got potential to be a good character. Um, because he's such a good, yeah. such a good worker, mate. I'll stick by this. Well, yeah, such a good worker. Well, his, the last match he had with Pack was was wicked. Yeah, it was a wicked match. It was one of um, them Rampage starter ones, like the opener ones that they had, didn't it? Mm, yeah, uh, yeah, and it was because it was meant to be all out, wasn't it? Yeah, but they moved it. Packs travel things, um, but yeah, but so we'll see. We'll see what happens with Andrade. Um, so the next match, it was we had a tag match. It was we had Dante Martin, your boy Matt Sidell, my boy Dante Martin yeah. and Matt Sidell against um, Cody and Lee Johnson. Co- <laughs> Cody getting once again to be polite, a mixed reaction. I <laughs> mate, the quicker he goes here, I would say the quicker he goes here, but. Yeah. Eventually, when he goes heel. Eventually. Oh, I'm, well, we've. So I'm leaning longer term to this punk feud, mate. I know you weren't a fan of it. 
I want to see this I'm not, now. I'm not totally against it. I'm not totally against it. But I'm uh, not saying tomorrow. It'd be I'm saying eventually, no, no. like. Yeah, do you want to yeah. talk about the match? You know, you know what I want to get to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then we'll 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 skim through the match and we'll talk about what happened after. Um, I just want I just want to I'm going to say again that how good Dante Martin is. I'm going to say everywhere. Every time I see All him right, wrestling, Sam, when we get when we get it. to the end of the year awards, we know who your wrestler is going to be. Oh, we'll do we'll do an awards. Yeah, show. No, we'll no, I was thinking about show. it. I'll think about this in the week. Oh, I was like, <laughs> this is one of my brain children. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll do that. But yeah, Dante Martin. Yeah, I love it. Like, yeah, he's this this kid is he's unreal. But he's yeah. twenty years old. Do you know what I mean? Mate, um, he's, we say, he's say fifteen, every fucking week he's, he's 15 about years him. away from his peak. Let's bring that context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that he's, he's already this good and already this entertaining to watch. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah, I, I love him. But um, I, I, I bang on about him every week, so I'll try and keep it to a yeah. minimum this time. <laughs> but, um, I'm going to make you yeah, a little Cody... jingle with the Dante Myers segment. <laughs> yeah, the, the the weekly Dante. Yep. <laughs> but um, yeah, so <laughs> so this match would kind of set up. We had a, you know with Lee Johnson at, at the beginning. Arn Anderson was like, oh well, he, it seemed like he wanted Lee Johnson to start the match, and Cody's like, now I'm going in. And then it was all a bit, you know, on getting a bit pissed off, and then Lee Johnson grumpy getting on. pissed off. Grumpy granddad on. Grumpy granddad on. And then yeah, and then essentially Lee Johnson kind of comes in and basically wins the match on his own. <laughs> and then we get this promo. Right, let's talk about this promo. Oh, so Cody starts off. Sheesh. After the match, he starts off trying to call out Malachi Black again, and then Arn's like, "Fuck's sake, Cody, just stop." Just stop. Stop being a big you, liar. He's like, you, you, shut up. You fucked this up since July. Now fucking sit down. Yeah. <laughs> basically. He's, he's like, basically on is just like, you, he's fucked us all. Right. He's done us all in. He's, stop trying to fucking call him out. Pick your fucking battles. Stop talking. Yeah. My he's like, pacing for no reason. Stop talking, Cody. <laughs> and, then, and he's like going about gum. Like, right. Yeah, so <laughs> so he's then gone into a little analogy saying, Cody, if he was getting carjacked, he'd be like, oh, don't hurt me, take my car, oh, I'm sorry, and like let him take the car. And then Arn says, I'd pull out my Glock and you know, blow his brains yeah. all over the pavement. You know, you know this discussion we had about Grey Patrol earlier on? This, yeah. this is 100% honest and just thinking, I'm going to say whatever the fuck I like, really, isn't it? Yeah, but it was so good. It was, it was brilliant. <laughs> it was my highlight. My highlight Dynamite, honestly. Actually, my highlight of Dynamite was another promo, but this was my second highlight. Yeah. Honestly, mate, oh. to be fair, <laughs> so, like, my question to you now is, what's going yeah. What's happening? What's happening? I'm, like, what's happening? I'm all what's in. Happening? I'm all in. Well, I think Arn might have killed a man. For a start. <laughs> imagine what imagine what him and Rick Flair got back up to back in the day with the four horsemen. Fucking Fuck. hell, mate, yeah. We'd love, we'd love a night out with them two back from like nineteen eighty seven. Jesus. Peak horseman. You wouldn't be able to keep up, mate, I don't think. Rick killed a man. I killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I won't mate, I would not be surprised if there are bodies in Arn Anderson's past yes. after this. That's got <laughs> that's got that's gotta be the title of this podcast. Arn killed a man. <laughs> mate, I, yeah, something like that for sure. But yeah, it's all, um, yeah, it was all, it was quite a lot on it to take in. He's like miming the gun to Cody's head yeah. as well, like, very, but like, very intense. Is this how is this? 
do you reckon this is is on kind of moved totally away from the nightmare family at this point do you think or is it just a bit of descent in the ranks or I, is I, it... I think it leads to Cody snapping at some point and just booting on in the head I honestly I mean, like, literally think yeah. thinking who, you, who the fuck are you talking to old man I brought you in and do you reckon... I think this is going to facilitate Cody's heel turn yeah do you reckon we get another potential um, Rhodes brother feud at some point down the line with this or do, we, do, we do you think they've, got, like, they've kind of done that the other thing you could do, if you don't want to bring Rick up, this is, this is me completely on the fly. If you can't bring Rick in, you could actually turn, and this is this, they're never going to happen, but I've just thought this, turn Andrade face. Obviously, you know that Rick and Arn have got a relationship. Mm. Yeah? You say, you're married to my goddaughter. Come and help me out here. Right. It's, ne- it's never going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I was just thinking about that. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It's an interesting angle. And it just gives, sure. gives Andrade something to do. But yeah. if it... Well, turn Andrade babyface against Cody. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, it, it, stranger I, things I happen, mean, it's far-fetched. Far it's far-fetched. But, it, but if this angle, if this angle, this argument doesn't end with um, Cody, Cody smashing arm and like, with, um, with yeah. blood, blood running down his face. Yeah. You could do another Cody Dustin kind of, but you can't. Have... I don't know if they'd go. I don't know if they'd go go full feud again, like. But because I I think the element of the Malachi Black element of the story is finished now. I think you don't yeah, you don't go back he, there again because he cut a promo on Rampage. Yeah, well, so we'll talk about that. When we get to Rampage, we'll talk about that. But, um, yeah, I think potentially you might be done with a Nightmare family, uh, moving on to new pastures. But, um, this, time will tell. Sorry. This is quickly, time quickly becoming the most intriguing... Like, this is intriguing me now, though. Yeah, well, it, it is intriguing, this is but that's, this is part of the strength of the writing and the booking is that, like, they've managed to turn this into, like, initially, like this Malachi Black coming in trying to disrupt things and they've turned it into infighting and, you know, argue, you yeah. know this kind of feud and this kind of dissent within the ranks of a fan- faction and stuff like that. And that's that's really good writing, <coughs> isn't it? Um, fundamentally, mate, this is what week-to-week television should be. It should leave you yeah. with cliffhangers and hooks and thinking, should tune in again next week, guys. You, like, yeah, isn't it? And I think, again, this is what professional wrestlers lost for the last 20 years. There's no hooks. Yeah. There's no what's going to happen because at the end of episodes of any television program, it should always be. Yeah, we want you to watch again next week. Yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely, uh, and that's why we all, we usually put out what we're doing next week at the end of the uh, at the end of this show. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> we well, obviously, obviously. people to know what's going on next week and want them to come back. Oh, mate, ne- ne- next week's a belter. It's what I'm saying. talk about we'll talk about it at the end, but next week's going to be fun. If you enjoyed our Royal Rumble uh, uh, retrospective, then you're going to want to tune in for next week. But we'll talk about that at the end. Um, so yeah, some some weird things going on in, around the Nightmare family and Cody Rhodes. Um, but I'm here, I'm, here, I'm, here, I'm here for it, right? I tell you. Yeah, I'm, here I'm, here, I'm definitely excited to see what happens with it. Definitely. Um, so the next match we had Eddie Kingston, John Moxley, and Darby Allen mm. versus Bear Country, and this geezer I don't know this geezer Anthony Green. I, I didn't know who this was. I did not know. Apparently, he's on a uh, dark. No. Dark and dark elevation, apparently. Right, so he's a bit of an up and cover kind of thing. They're trying to, yeah, it's a bit of a weird match. This, wasn't it? it was a bit of a squash, wasn't it? Yeah. 
but you know, it was just I don't know, it was just fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was just fun to see Mox and Eddie in a ring together. But I'm always happy yeah. to see that. Wait, and... uh, my my same old point is people get bored of sort of something out for Moxie though. Quickly. Yeah, something needs to happen he, with him. He, yeah. He's floating around too much for my liking. Yeah, he's better than he's far far better than what they've been doing yeah. with him of late, you know. Um he's done all his like you know, Japanese yeah, running through uh, New Japan. guys running through New Japan and stuff. So we've we've done that for a good Miro. while, I think now. I'm gonna I'm gonna bang this drum every week. Nero Moxley, please. Yeah. Quickly. <laughs> yeah, no, mate, I'm, I'll be there for that. I'll be there for that. But I think it was just funny, like watching Eddie watching Eddie Kingston try and throw throw the Bear Country boys around and like <laughs> I like Bear Country. I, I want it, I want him to get more of a shine eventually. I like the look at him, to be honest. But the best, the best thing about this match was um, that Anthony Greengazer going for the crossbody on Mox and Eddie and them two just like fucking fronting it. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. absolutely taking it. Like, just like, what? Not today, no, not today, thank you. No, just like no expression on their face. Just like, yeah, and? And what? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was a bit of a squash. And then, but no yeah. homicide this week. I reckon that, that, that was just something little, like a little Easter yeah, egg. Yeah, yeah. Really, they, that they, was just they, something for the New York crowd. Didn't that at all, did they? No. Yeah, it was a strange one. But anyway, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure what that was all Meh. about. It was, you know. Meh. It was fine. Yeah. It was, it's always fun to see Mox and Eddie in a ring and Darby Allen. But, like, Darby Allen, I don't know what Darby Allen was doing here either. But, like, yeah. It was, it was right. funny. <laughs> funny to see them four walking out, including Sting. That was that was a nice visual to oh, yeah, see yeah. them. And then, and then Sting fucking scorpion death drops Anthony Green at the end as well. Just yeah, so fucking why not? It was actually right. a bit, I've been hard. It was a bit of fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just a bit of fun. Just a bit of fun. Bit of a bit of an icebreaker, bit of a palate cleanser for what was coming next. And what came next was um HFO, Hardy Family Office versus the Dark Order. Now sixteen man tag. Do we have to talk about anything involving Matt Hardy in this podcast anymore? I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm putting this forward as a meeting though. I'm putting this forward as a motion. Anything <laughs> I just oh, yeah, we won't. We'll talk. Well, we're going to talk about Matt Hardy later. When yeah, he, he gets page, but... he gets too much airtime for my liking. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm not a fan of him. Obviously, obviously, Tony Tony Khan's got hard on him from when he was a kid. Him and Christian was like he was enjoying. He's got pedigree, and he? he's yeah. got pedigree, Matt Hardy. You know, he's you know he's there for a reason. You know, this is what we're talking about about giving the talent how much create creativity should we be giving them and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, but we'll talk about that later. Um, so yeah, sixteen man ta- like the, the start of this match is just again like like last week. There's big these big tag team matches. They're just cluster fucks, aren't they? You can't tell what the fuck's going on. Like it's just yeah, you just, you just can't keep up with it. But the real story in this is is not really the match itself as such. Well, it is and it isn't. But like you have Eva Luno going like, nah, I yeah. can't do it. I can't do it anymore. And he goes to walk off, and then you get negative one and Amanda hey. Cuba, Brian, <laughs> Brody Lee's wife and child, and then you get negative one throwing the papers at Evil Uno and like telling him to get on with it. Yeah, because that, that's, like, that's a reference to what Brody used to do. Yeah. To, yeah, all them lot. No, it was, it was, yeah. it was actually a nice moment. As much as I'm shit, it was. Matt it was Hyde. a good moment. It was like some popcorn moment for the crowd, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like, great. And then, of course, and then that. Basically reignited Evil Uno and the Dark Order, and they are like, and mate, turned the Dark Order into a fucking well-oiled machine. After that, it was just like, yeah, 
unbelievable just like so slick like and then like these big tag matches you don't expect to see it but as soon as the dark order were kind of back on it there's something that uh, i think to you last week with um mm. i've slipped through the cracks with, with, your, with your punks your briars your coals but yeah in the summer they were one of the most focused elements of aw weren't they yeah with the whole whole page stuff obviously page takes the time off as well hasn't helped but hopefully no. this is the starting point of a whole new refocusing for the Dark Order? Yeah, you'd hope so. Well, we might, hope so. might be getting a lot more refocusing this this week, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll definitely get to that. Uh, we'll talk about it after we've done Dynamite. Um, so after this, after this match, we had a little promo from Leo Rush, yeah. who's, apparent, who's apparently starting up some sort of like investment bank company or something. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in for this. I'm in for this. It's, it's, it's like, this piqued my interest. But yeah, so I don't know who this geezer is. Leo Rush pisses me off. That's yeah. good because he's someone said he's one of these people who said, "Oh, I'm retiring this week." I'm, but he, yeah. obviously Tony Khan's got a hard on for him. Like yeah. I think he has because yeah, Leo Rush is why he's just like he was in NXT for a bit. He managed Bobby Lashley WWE. He can he can yeah. work, but I wouldn't get I wouldn't be giving this much shine. No, but I think he's Tony Khan likes him. Okay. That's basically... But I'm interested to see where this character goes. Fair enough. Whether it's going to be yeah. his own stable or whatever again. Right. We know how much Tony Khan loves a stable. He does, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Leo Rush is all elite. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that. Um, so, next, we had a little promo. Another little promo. Dan Lambert, again, um, talking... I mean, Dan, like... I like, I like Dan Lambert. I still think the content of what is going on is a bit silly. Needs to evolve. Needs to evolve a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, the way Dan Lambert cuts a promo is amazing. Yeah, (laughs) like always. But like the content of it is never is. Put him with Brian Cage. I'm gonna keep saying this. Yeah. Put him with Brian Cage, and then this works a thousand times better. Yeah. Rather than let's be honest, Ethan Page does not need anyone to speak for him. And also, I know we made this point a couple of weeks ago, but everything he's saying about everything he's running against is standing next to him. Yeah, like this is great. Yeah. This is makes great. no sense. Yeah, even like you said, no even Pace doesn't need anyone to talk to him. At all. No. And even like was because like Scorpio Sky was trying to like cut a promo as well, and like right. he was getting the fucking what chant from yeah, the mate. They're, 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 they're jabronis now. They're jabronis now. They are. Yeah, and it's the thing, and like once he was getting that the what chant, like Ethan Page comes in and just talks without a breath, without taking a breath, and just. Yeah, that that geezer like needs more spotlight. On needs, it needs a refresh. He needs, a, but again, all uh, all of that. The one that I'd keep, obviously, I love Eve, but keep Dan Dan Lambert now. Really, yeah. if it, it was a choice, like that frustrates me. But separate him off, do whatever you want to do with the other two. But Dan Lambert is the money at that angle now. I think because he he can generate heat. Yeah, absolutely, mate. So the next match we had was a tag match, women's tag. So we've got Penelope Ford and the Bunny and Anna Jay and Ty Conti. Um, I thought this was, this was better than the singles match we had last week. You know, with, uh, was it, it was Anna Jay and Penelope Ford, yeah. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I think this this was a much better battle. I said last week, I thought, just do a tag match with these four. Yeah. Logi- and it was a much better match. Logical. It? Yeah. Um, but I think... As well, 
could we be good? Like, because I noticed something with this that they were wearing matching outfits. Dream so is this te- teasing that? Is it? Do you reckon? Is this potentially teasing the women's tag division? Oh, we could, could maybe be getting the women's tag. Belt. Mate, there's, there's there's women tag belts in WWE and Impact, so why not AEW mm. full of suit? Yeah, well, I I don't see. I I think so. Give more shot. There's there's potential for some really good matches in, and in gives there, more you know? gives more for the women to do, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think it'd be really good because apparently we are we are getting a secondary women's singles belt. Uh, okay. A women's TNT or something, I don't know the name right, but a women's TNT right. or equivalent to. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we are going to get more women's content on the shows. Yeah, nice. No, I like it. Yeah, no, it's good. And I thought this match was all right, to be honest. Um, yeah, but I think, like, Ty Conti's the star of this. Yeah, she? mate, she's yeah, definitely like, 100%. 100%. Yeah, she's yeah, she like she's above and above and beyond all for all four of these. Like out of the four of these, like Ty Conti's the one you want to watch in it, and that's they're the one. She's the one that needs to put forward out of these. Like, um, if they're putting like a someone from the Dark Order up in like women's division and stuff, it's got to be Ty Conti in it rather than Anna J. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait. Right. It's just. It just. Like, like I say, maybe another belt would give them more, more emphasis to women. Yeah. Yeah. I think it needs it. I think it's been overlooked a little bit lately. We've had a few few duds from the women's yeah, matches over the last few weeks. We'll get to another. Right. We'll get to another big dud for me. Really on rampage. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Might have different opinions on that but, uh, potentially, but that's all right. No, that's good. So anyway, after that, we had another promo from everybody's favourite uh, MC MJF. Oh mate, back out. Yeah, <laughs> this is brutal, isn't it? <laughs> and it's right on my alley because. You, you you know what's gonna pop me? Yeah, I he went. I've got a phone number of someone I used to know back in the day. From yeah. it, it, first of all, because it referenced MLW, which is another yeah. smaller promote. Again, it's like it not in a million thousand million years, billion years would MLW ever get a reference on WWE TV. Yeah. But it, it says things do actually exist outside AEW. Yeah, yeah. And he went, I've got a phone number of someone called Bruce Prichard. So yeah. basically teasing <laughs> the fact that he could phone up and get a WWE contract anytime he wanted. Which, Mental, which ironically enough, like I know you're saying, but he's the most WWE ready wrestler there is in AEW. If, <laughs> yeah. I, if, I, was playing, if I was playing swapsies, I was, I'd plug him straight into WWE. Yeah. But I, I, again, if he could wrestle more effectively, I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd put a bet on him tomorrow. I would. Yeah. Because he's the, yeah. for me, he's the best character in AEW. He's definitely up there. Yeah. He's definitely up there. But he's, um, yeah, so he didn't do his usual thing this time of like coming in, slagging the town off and all that stuff. Because I think we were, they were trying to move away from that a bit with the old Brody Lee stuff. He didn't want to like anger the crowd too much, you know, and taking piss out of Rochester and all this kind of thing. But if any, like, if like, anyone was to do it, it would have been me. If anyone was to say, oh, oh, I've, I've come here to piss on Brody Lee's night out or big night it would have been him yeah. he, he don't things like that don't scare fuck. him does it like no he clearly doesn't give a fuck because then he's well we, we talked about this earlier about the young talent in AEW and MJF starts going on about the, the four pillars yeah of like AEW in the future and it's like him and then Sammy Guevara who he's like he goes yep yeah, beating him yeah and then he's uh, who's the other one Jungle Boy and he's like so beating him and then M2 wouldn't it and then he's like, he's like, and Darby Allen. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, almost said Darby Allen under his yeah. breath because he hasn't, he hasn't beaten Darby Allen. Um, 
and then we get Darby Allen coming out. I'm, I'm, and, I'm all over this. And MJF potentially does his most brutal fucking <laughs> promo oh. ever. <laughs> and like, like a few weeks ago, he's going on about Brian Pillman Jr. and like slagging his dad off, saying he's in hell, and then having to go at his mum saying she's a drug addict and all this kind of stuff. But this time, he goes on about Darby Allen. And his uh, uncle who died in a car crash. With I him. didn't even know none of this. If this, is, I didn't. Yeah. Even, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So he's like, he's like respecting Darby for being straight edge, and he's like, oh, I know why you're straight edge, because you got in a car with your uncle and who was the, drunk and, and then, he crashed it, and then he died. And then the and wrong then person goes, died. Yeah. Then he he comes out and goes, the wrong man died that night, and it's like it's so brutal, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> uh, mate. Do you think some way down the road this is leading to? Stinging uh, Darby against Wardlow and oh, MJ. Mate, imagine imagine Wardlow <laughs> trucking around Sting. Jeez. I'm not rolling it out. That'd be a fucking test for Sting, wouldn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be watching that through my fingers. I'm telling you that. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, no, please yeah. don't hurt Sting. Please don't hear my 62 year old granddad hero. <laughs> yeah, mate. Um, but yeah, yeah, but brutal, isn't it? mate. If it if it was a talk if it was a promotion based on talking like I just said, he he's main eventer. He's champion level. Yeah, yeah, he is. He just needs to yeah. He just needs to work. What's well, the thing? He needs he needs people, good people to work with in the ring, doesn't he? Yeah, and he needs know? reps. Like I said to you a couple of weeks ago, yeah, he, needs he needs time and what needs reps. Yeah, but he's not one of these guys who you're just gonna just chuck on dark or anything. No, because because he, he's he pro- he's probably really. the most. Old, Tom made, but it must overheal with the promotion. Yeah. But on the mic, you stick him in there against anyone. You stick him in there against CM Punk. You stick him in there against Daniel Bryan. Oh, of course I'm doing that. Bryan Danielson. And it works. Yeah. And hopefully, when we get to the All ring, it. when we get to the ring portion, yeah. that they can season him up a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. I see. I, guess, I mean, I've said it the last couple of weeks, but I want to see the MJF Punk feud going off. And uh, actually, there was a little bit of that going off at the end, wasn't it? Because he walked off, yeah. And then Punk kind of flipped him off, and they had a little, little bit of a to do, didn't they, on the way out? But... And also saying uh, about that, it was a bit of CM Punk chance in Kenny's promo, weren't there? And he went, mm. "Oh, I don't care." Right. Yeah. So, so it's all with him on with him. As much as I was critical, not critical, but I was a bit iffy about it. With him on commentary, yeah. it's always chances to lay breadcrumb, breadcrumb slash Easter eggs. Because he yeah. can always pass comment. Because he's not being produced. He, he, could, he could say anything he wanted. Oh, I can guarantee you. So yeah. he, he could make a comment about anyone. So he could set up anything. So he's been given a free reign on that score. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure, mate. For sure. But we're up, we're up for uh, MJF Derby, aren't we? Yeah. Give, give me that. Give that, me mate. that. Give me that. Yeah. I think that's a good match. I think that's a good match for MJF to get into. We, we might see a bit more of him in the ring working with someone like Derby. But, um, yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting for sure. Um, yeah, I'm well up for that. So, main event time. Um, Miro, the Sammy, TNT title match. I mean, where do you want to start with this? <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. It was wicked, wasn't it? I thought it was, it was wicked. Really yeah, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I did. Um, I mean, Sammy, just, he's finally getting a chance to showcase himself. In this, you know, he's been, you know, we've had this in Jericho Shadow, yeah, yeah, in Jericho Shadow a bit, and he and then he could come up with a match like this, and it really like 
this this match really showcased like what Sammy Guevara is all about, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, in it, equally in a way, I'm fast forward to the end when he wins the belt. There was there was other people out there, but it weren't um, in a circle. People was it? So hopefully no. this leans to the fact of they're kind of not separating him completely, but giving himself giving himself time to make his own shine. Yeah, yeah. And this is it. Yeah, when you have factions like that, sometimes you don't. You know, the people who deserve to shine don't shine as yeah. much as you'd want them to, and that's definitely true for Sammy. 100%. And also, yeah. listen, we'll, get, we'll get back to the match in a minute, but the trope, the most obvious tropey way of doing it would be him and, Sh- him and Jericho butting heads kind of thing and yeah. vying for the leadership. Well, that kind of happened, didn't it? Well, it happened sort of... Um, he was getting in a row of MJF when MJF was still in the inner circle. Yeah. So they've kind of... They were butting heads a bit and Sammy went away and then MJF betrayed them all and then Sammy come back, didn't they? And yeah. They, so they have kind of done that a bit, but... Mate, um, Sam, like you say, Sam is one one of their four pillars now. Yeah. So, again, this match, you know, again, I'm going to be throwing roses at Miro the whole time, but yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Oh, this was my other than that MJ throwing. This was my highlight of the show. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, and like we we've both waxed lyrical about how good Miro is. Oh, mate, uh, he's just yeah. such a beast, and I just hope now. That they start kind of elevate him after this a little bit. It's it's going to be such an important because if we start on his free, I said I'm so interested to see what he does tomorrow. What yeah. he, what yeah. that pro- if Miro comes out if Miro comes and cuts a promo tomorrow, someone whoever it is comes to face him up. Yeah, that's the next level, isn't it? Yeah, then we'll, and we will definitely see what happens there. But yeah, well, it was a, yeah it was a wicked match, and and yeah, Sammy. But apparently, what I did hear though, this was meant to be. Done the week before or something. Well, they were meant to do this the week before. In the grass, yeah. yeah, I think so. I'm sure I read that somewhere. They were meant to do that, but yeah, to get the but equal, or something. But equally, though, you've blown a lot away at Grandstand. But have something for the week. It makes sense because it makes it more important because it's on his arm. Yeah. If it had happened when it was a uh, Grand Slam, it might have got lost in the shuffle a little bit. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure, mate. Sure. But I think this is like this title run from Miro has been like flawless, isn't it? Oh, mate. It's so good. I, I was kind of gutted that he ended this quick, not quickly, but ended a bit like, I was shocked. I was like, oh. Um, yeah. they, could have, they could have equally not give, not swapped the belts here and like it still had Miro go on for a bit longer. Don't this, forget, this like, is his first loss as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been undefeated up until this point, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But yes, you're right. Um, but yeah, they could have easily carried this on for a bit. Um, but they've decided to change the belts. So I've, they got, yeah, oh, they got, I've they got plans for the both of them. Oh yeah, well this is it. Now Sammy's the... Um, well, we'll talk about this now. So so Sammy's first title defence is, is going to be next week against Bobby Fish. I like the way they pop this in. I like the yeah, way they... I like, nowhere, this. I like the way they, they can do this. They just sprinkle people in. Yeah. Like, I, I think this is going to be a belt. I, re- I really am looking forward to this. See, I don't know much. I don't really know anything about Bobby Fish. Well, obviously, so he, like not me. obviously, but he was in it in another one. The guy who got released then, in terms of them, Carl of NXT releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in a, a group called Undisputed Era with uh, Adam Cole, and he's taking part of Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. So there's kind of a tie in there. But he's just, he's another one of these guys, Sam. Get him out of that system. He's a solid, yeah. solid hand that could do more than be a solid, solid hand. Right. Nice. Yeah. So, so yeah. So it could be a good match then. Yeah, Sam mate. It's, 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 this could, don't forget, it's the two-year anniversary of Dynamite as well. That's, that's what they're marking it as. Yeah. 
It's anniversary yeah, of yeah. so that's going to be a good that's going to be a good show next week then yeah so we've got that to look forward to the two year anniversary show it's mad to um, think this time two years ago I was I, I was like because obviously they done pay per views now but this, this was we were a week away from then or a couple of days yeah. away from their actual debut yeah that's it mate yeah yeah um, and then we've got so, well we're going to talk about a bit about the card for next week but there's going to be a casino ladder match with the winner getting a title shot we're going to talk about the lineup for that at the end because there's rampage implications on that but yeah so that's next week on the uh on the anniversary show that could be an interesting one uh but we'll talk about that at the end um so let's move on then let's move on to rampage for this week Hi. And another belter, another opening belter, which is you know what Rampage do anyway. Brian Danielson versus Nick Jackson. Oh mate, Elite. just starting working his way through. Just, just give me, give me this for the next seven weeks. <laughs> oh, he no. can do Matt Jackson next week. Yeah, <laughs> Matt Jackson. Like I say, uh, one of I think he'd have a good match with Carl Anderson. I actually do. Yeah. I, I really rate Carl Anderson as singles. He hasn't had enough time to shine for me. I've never really seen him as a singles comparison. In, in, in New Japan, he did really well a couple of years ago. Yeah. So, like, Gallows, maybe not so much, but I think he drag, he drag take out of Gallows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there's enough scope there for doing whatever. And eventually, like I said earlier on, you'll get to Adam Cole. Yeah, it's got to be, in it? He's got to be the final boss, and he? Yeah. Got, like, pre-boss before Kenny. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're going to see the boss. So, yeah, yeah. mate... I, I, I thought this would have obviously they kept uh, Danielson away from matches. I thought this was going to be week one. I thought this was going to, mm. I thought he was just going to be in the ring, bell to bell wrestling. I think this is what we're going to get now, just yeah. him wrestling matches. Mm. Yeah, well, that's and mate, bring it on because watching him is great. He's a, pro- know, he's, he's, a two, he's a professional. He's had a couple of matches. He's a professional he's a wrestler. Now and they're both been great. Yeah, yeah. That's what and he, he is. Great. That's what he does. Says on the scene, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. And he looked great again. Again, you know, he was great. Obviously, the Kenny match was unbelievable. Um, but he looked great in this as well against Nick Jackson. Different and he, kind of wrestler. And he was working he was more. Against... I know you didn't see him WWE, but working more of his indie style, where he was getting yeah. a lot of his MMA tropes in, using different sure. moves. And even the thing of like, you know, when you get the five count, when someone touches the, referee, uh, touches the ropes, yeah. and he's shouting at the referee, I have till five. It was like oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of little references, cheeky. He's going back to the old American dragon character. Nice. Yeah, so yeah. sign me up. More of this. Sign me up. More of this. More of this. Yeah, please. please. Yeah. Donald's and being brilliant. Um, and yeah, and if he keeps going up, up against these kind of guys, like if he goes against Matt Jackson next week, we're going to get a similar kind of match. Yeah. <laughs> like Nick and Matt are like, sim- like very similar guys. Um, but we'll see. We, yeah, we'll see what happens. <coughs> um, but yeah, brilliant. Uh, brilliant match. And then we had that Ricky Starks video that we talked about uh, yeah. earlier, potentially going to this uh, back to this Brian Cage thing. So that um, potentially teases changing the well, unless they're going to tag up, they're going to do what to a team I mean, attempt, which I, well, I think is a waste of Punk. Like if, if you're going to tag him up, well, like Brian Cage and Punk versus like Ricky yeah. Starks and Will Hobbs again, or like, yeah, I hope not. Or Hook. I, I think they've got more sense than that. I really do. Yeah, I, don't, I can't see that happening. I, to I think something big's gonna. I think we're gonna have a reset for Punk tomorrow night. Yeah, well, we had a, after this, we had a Punk a little video promo from Punk, where he was saying he was looking for challenges and that kind of thing. Well, so he kind of te- probably... teased the reset, didn't it? Yeah, he kind. Of, yeah, he's kind of 
it seems like he's probably done with Saints Taz yeah. and he's looking for something else to get his teeth into. And I'm hoping that this week, this Dynamite is going to give us a lot of, like... It could be Miro, angles. you know. It could be Miro, you know. Oh, could, it could be. It, they're both being freed up at the same time, kind of thing. I wouldn't yeah. be against that. I wouldn't be against... Mate, there's not, it's not a lot where I'd be against Miro doing anything, though. Sure. <laughs> yeah, just let Miro do what he wants. Let him just be a monster. I know it sounds, I know it sounds mad, but... I can't remember, like even four or five weeks ago, you said Miro against Punk. Miro's the one I'm more interested in. That's probably me yeah. speaking for me, but I'm, I'm like, you know, yeah. I'm a massive Miro guy. Oh yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. so we, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see what happens, and I think we're going to get us a, probably, hopefully, get some answers this week. So I'm excited to see Dynamite this week, even just for where we go, where where we're going with things, and see what roads we go down to. Um, yeah, brilliant. Uh, so the next match, which we might differ on in opinion, we had a three-way match, no no DQ match. Jade Cargill, Nyla Rose, and Thunder Rosa. Oh, a, what did you not like about this, then, mate? It was just a bit random for me, mate. I don't I don't know why they was having the no DQ match. I literally don't know why this match was put together. Yeah, well, they they had some there was there was some stuff around the battle royal, wasn't there? All out. Oh, is that what it's going back to? Yeah. Yeah, it's going back to so uh, Thunder Rosa and Nyla, like these three basically were involved in the um, in the battle royal at all out, and like I think was it Thunder Rosa knocked Jay Cargill out, or yeah. Thunder Rosa knocked her out, or something like that. Yeah. So there's stuff around that. They like, they knocks each other. They all kind of knocks each other out of the battle royal. And, and I suppose, and I suppose um, Jade Cargill is pretty pretty green and it protected her so for us to get the pin. Like kept her strong, so yeah. And I, th- I thought it was an alright match. It was over quite quickly. Um, just basically Jay Cargill going at it with the chairs, and then, but yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was alright. It was alright for what it was. I thought. Um, but I think it did. You just it's just reminding people that Thunder Rosa and Jay Cargill are still a thing. They've done a lot of stuff with like Penelope Ford and the Bunny, and yeah, like. The dark order and stuff. I think this is kind of just a reminder. It's like we've still got these girls here doing it, like doing this, and these, these. I think especially Thunder Rosa, like Jay Cargo and Thunder Rosa. I think are the two. One of them two is the ones you got to put in front of Brit next. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go. Yeah, I'd go Thunder Rosa. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think Jay Cargill. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard. Like either one of them two, I'd be happy with either one of them two getting a run against Brit Baker. Because yeah, Jay Cargill was just a, just a beast. Yeah, <laughs> and she's good on the mic as well. Yeah, the, the promo, um, the promos would be good. The promo battles would be good. Yeah, they would. Too fair. Yeah, the Brit Baker Jay Cargill promo battles would be would be good to watch. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Mate, it's we'll bu- bubbling, bubbling along nicely. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate, definitely. Um, so after that, we had a little promo, little promo from Malachi Black. Saying yeah. on a, saying how he's like done Cody and all and all that and he's fucked everyone. He's fucked everyone. He's up. fucked everyone. <laughs> and uh, and basically saying that there's other people that he needs to sort out. Like yeah. they've had theirs. Somebody else is going to get it. Who? And who? Well, this is the question. Who's available? This is what we don't know. Who's going to get it? Who's available on a free transfer from Malachi Black? <laughs> Miro. Just chuck everyone against Miro and see what happens. Nah, but <laughs> like, 
Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's kind of like a mini reset dynamite for a lot of these characters, you know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, we've seen. Yeah, we've. There's definitely some angles that need kind of working out and seeing where we're going to go with things. But um, I don't know if we'll necessarily see the Malachi Black angle play out this week. No, you don't don't, don't, enough to do. You don't need to, though, does it? No, absolutely. (coughs) (laughs) Oh, both coughed at the same time. That's right, good timing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the coming weeks with that. So, main event then. We had this stupid fucking storyline. Oh, God. I don't know why this is a main event of anything. I don't know. Orange really Cassidy v Jack Davis of the Hardy Family Office in a hair versus hair match. Jack Davis. Yeah. You think he was like Orange Cassidy, my brother? No, he was. He was. He's against. Jack... Hang on. Am I, have I got the wrong name here? It's Jack Davis, isn't it? It's, what? What? I've lost Jack Evans. I've, Jack Evans. I was, was going to say. Fucking hell, I'm losing my mind, mate. It's because I've got you on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I, I've missed something Evans. here. I think I was writing my notes as I was talking to you. Oh, okay. Well, I was watching this, so I've written Jack Davis okay. in my notes. I was going to say, like, you think my, my brother Jack is like Davis. Orange Cassidy? Jack Davis, what? No, your brother does not look like anything like Orange Cassidy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans of the Hardy yes. Family Office. Get that fucking right. Yep. Jesus. Get some shit for that. Um, but yeah, stupid fucking story, Mate, isn't it? I don't, I don't understand why this is taking place. No. And obviously, we're going to get more of it. Because obviously, it's going to build to Matt Hardy getting his head showed, I would say. Uh, I or mean, something like that. What, this is what we're saying about fucking giving them too much creativity. Like of all the good things that AEW does, this is this is a misfire. This is a misfire. It's just it's just so stupid. I don't need it. No one needs this. Who's this for? Matt Tony Khan. Tony Khan obviously was a massive fan of the Hardy Brothers and Christian Christian back in the day when he was a kid. Yeah, and, he, and he's playing out his fantasy a little bit in the honest one, I think. Yeah, it's just yeah. We'll we'll, just, we'll give him this. We'll give him this, but hopefully he gets wrapped up soon. In all fairness, like I thought, the match itself was actually quite fun. Yeah, to watch in terms of an actual wrestling I'm not, match. I'm not gonna lie, with the weight and our commitments and that, I'd basically watched four hours of AEW straight off. So by this point, I was like half, <laughs> half. Yeah, just a bit done. Yeah, just a bit done with it. Yeah, I was just like. I mean, yeah, the matter, to be fair, I wasn't expecting much. I think that maybe made the match even better. Like, I was just, like, expecting shit, and I was just like, oh, actually, let's just watch Orange Cassidy fight Jack Evans, and, like, yeah. it was actually not a bad match to watch, to be fair. I actually quite enjoyed the match. But then it's all the shit after, all the fucking hair. But then you had Dark Order coming back in, and, like, protecting the ring, and, like, yeah, fucking it, off. It means, it means it's going to go on longer, doesn't it? It means that we're, we're in this for the long haul. Yeah, it looks like we've got like potentially got like a proper dark order HFO feud still like happy. It's been like oh, bubbling. Ain't, ain't it, going away. It? Ain't going away anytime soon, is it? it? Ain't going away, no. But it's like, like I just yeah, just want I just want the Hardy family office to fuck off. Like yeah, it, it, <laughs> I'm that, happy. I'm happy for Matt Hardy to stay around, but he needs to fucking sort his character out. That's what I think we're gonna get. Well, I think we're gonna get a similar thing with this leverage buy out Leo. I think this is gonna be a similar character. Where he's getting people into his faction, big money. Yeah, yeah, but possibly. Yeah, I, I don't. Know, I haven't got a lot to say about that, mate. All the good stuff no. all that. There's not a lot. What? What can you say? 
No, not much really. It's, it's something just... that obviously Tony Khan's hell bent on doing. Yeah, yeah, but whatever. It's just meh. I'm yeah. happy to see Orange Cassidy in more matches, but like, I don't need him in these kind of shit nah. storylines. Because he even said it. The thing is, like, what is this match? Like in the promo yeah, yeah, before yeah, yeah, exactly. Henry, summed it up, like, really, didn't it? Yeah, like, what is this match? He's like, oh, if you lose, you have to you lose your hair. He's like, oh, won't lose then, will I? Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. if you're putting that much forethought and whatever into it, then yeah. God knows what everyone else is doing. Yeah, so there must some there, so there's obviously people in the company who think this is stupid as well. Yeah, so exactly. Cassidy's come out and gone, oh, what the fuck is this? Like, you, you've, got, you've got to give Tony Khan this one, I yeah. think. Let him, yeah, out, let him have his one vanity project. Yeah, but the fact is, the fact is, main evented a ramp a, a rampage. It's like okay, fine, whatever, whatever. Let's not talk about it anymore. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm annoyed, um, but we will talk about at the end of this. We'll talk about next week. Preview time. Uh, next week's next week's show. So for like um, dynamite next week, so we've got the casino ladder match. So confirmed in that match, we, we say this carried on. We've got Pac and Andrade, hey. Moxley and Archer. Yep. Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy. Oh, I'm gonna, they won't go away, will they? Where <laughs> they will not go away. Leave me alone. And, and a joker. Well, go on in. So, go on in. Your, time, so, your floor's yours. Well, it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's probably gonna be Hangman, isn't it? I'd say so. Yeah, it makes makes sense, doesn't it? It makes absolute sense to have but, that. As as we were discussing on my way to work this morning, it doesn't make sense yeah. to have him win. It doesn't make sense to have him win if he's coming back. I just yeah, think, I it just think it confuses it. But you could also have him win. Yeah. And then you just have the Kenny Bryan thing that's like, who's right. better? And, and it, have them fucking playing that out. And, for it, a bit. and him just going back around building his character again. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So you could have that. You could have it. You could have that angle. I would say, we're going to tie this into something I was talking to you about. I would say I'm 99.9% sure it's not very white. Because no, that, that was the, still think, it's not because I think his um, no no competing clause is still not up yet, is it? And I think I just can't see it though. I think impacts are going all, all balls out to get him. This is the one that they want, and I think yeah. they're, they're they're prepared to pay relatively big money for getting him. Yeah. So, mm. or it, yeah, could, it, could, it, could, it could be someone completely random and of no consequence, which I wouldn't rule out. Yeah, um, but the other thing I think would be good. I can't see it happening. I think it will probably be Hangman in this um, ladder match. But I, I think putting Miro in would be a good shout. Oh mate, we keep saying oh, like this, Miro, this Miro, Miro, the... Miro, 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 Miro. I, I... Like, because it... have have Miro come in as the Joker and then put him in front of Kenny, elevate him. He's lost the T, you've taken yeah. the TNT title off him. Elevate him now. Have him come in and win this ladder match, and then put him exact, put him right in front of Kenny. And you, and you could do that as a singles match on a dynamite, couldn't you? Just just have him like yeah. wrestle really, wrestle really well and get out, just out forward. I, I still think he'd get a babyface reaction. Yeah, Miro, even though he's a heel, he'd get a babyface reaction against yeah. Kenny. I mean, this is the thing: Miro is a heel, but like there are bigger heels than Miro. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Kenny's a bigger heel than Miro is, you know. And you wouldn't have it main event of pay per view. You just have it main event of Dynamite, and it may pop yeah. right in. That's it. it, yeah. it or even have it, even have it first on a rampage. Yeah, it's social pie. This one is social pie because no one gets that mm. damage. People get elevated, and it works yeah. well. 
And this is the thing, if it's Hangman, you're going to have to drag that out to full gear, aren't you? Yeah, I mean... Do you know what I mean? If you're going to do the title, the, you're going to do the belt swap, because it I, is going to be Hangman, you're going to have to do that full gear. I've openly said, if and when the Hangman thing happens, that's early next year at the earliest. That yeah. ain't happening before the end of this year. I think, I think basically, where are we now, October, most of this year mm-hmm. is going to be taken up by... Bright, Dan, uh, Danielson and Omega, really. Yeah, you now. think so, Yeah, because I think so. they've invested so much into this storyline by building this kind of uh, Danielson having to work his way through the elite. Yeah. To throw, to throw this in as like a grenade now mm-hmm. doesn't, yeah. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be yeah, it would be weird timing. Yeah. Um, it would be, it would confuse it a lot. But, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily be totally against it, but it, I do agree it would be kind of weird time. I'll, I'll back, I'll back them though. These big decisions, they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, they well, they do. Yeah, we trust them. We trust them. Apart from all the fucking Hardy family office hair matches. Yeah, we'll, we'll scrub them off the record. But other than that, well, yeah, I trust them. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's going to be an interesting, an interesting dynamite. I think this one. It's going to be a yeah. lot to talk about in this one. Hopefully. Um, there always yeah. is, though, to be fair. It's not, there's never a bland week in AW. No, no, definitely not, mate. And they've been on such a good run lately that I'm expecting more, more yeah. from them even next week. Um, so, yeah, so that wraps up AW for this for this week. And we're going to wrap it up there. There's no classic review this week just because it's been a busy, busy Pers- In our personal life. In our personal, yeah, we yeah. have other, other things outside of wrestling, believe it or not. Um so yeah, we're just going to wrap up this week. Um, but next week, next week, we are going to talk about. Obviously, we're going to talk about the two an- two year anniversary show. Yeah. Um, but we're also going to go back and do a classic review, and we're going to do King of the Ring '98. Undertaker, Mankind, Hell in a Cell. We're going to do. If you liked our, our Royal Rumble episode from a few weeks ago, it's going to be a similar kind of thing. We'll talk about what was happening around that sort of time. Yeah. The storylines kind of leading up to what what was going on and then we'll talk about the event itself and we'll go deep on that Hell in a Cell match. I'm all over it. Um, I am all, all over, over it. it. Like I said to yeah. you, like I said to you, it's international break so there's plenty yeah. of time for other stuff. So, yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm well looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be a great chat and I'm looking forward to going back and watching some of that. So that's, some, that's some childhood stuff right yeah. there. So uh-huh. I'm excited about that. Um, so yeah um, so you can get in touch with us um, via Gmail um, chairshot uh, chairshot.pod at gmail.com nearly forgot it then yeah and you can get in touch on all of our social media so Facebook Instagram Twitter at the chairshot pod um, so yeah, yeah tune in next week um, I'll see you there see you later bye bye bye